Welcome to the Mr. and Mrs. CEO podcast. I'm Darren. And I'm Kim. And we are going to be talking everything family business. And marriage. And marriage. And family. And family. And any other adventure. Ooh, do we really have to share all this? Yeah, we do. You got to hear it all. It's crazy. So buckle up. And and hold on. And enjoy the following episode of Mr. and Mrs. CEO. Okay, so today we have our first foursome. (laughs) (laughs) Today we have some guests on. There are a couple. There are a couple in business together. There's somebody that we've known for a long time, like oh, it's been seven, a- eight years, something like that. Yeah, I would, yeah, wow, we're on that because the store we had the store for seven years. Yeah, yeah. time flies. Yeah. Anyway, they run an absolutely fabulous business called Dog Jogs. I'll let them talk a little bit more about their business, but welcome to Nikki and Steph. Thanks, Thanks. for having us. We're really excited. You want to tell us a little bit? How about you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves and then a little bit about dog jogs? Sure. sure. Take it away, about, Nikki. About ourselves. <laughs> what do you well, want? Let's, about- <laughs> let's talk about when you guys met. Oh, okay. How you met, when you met. Let's start right from the beginning. Sure. So, yeah, we met playing ball hockey years ago. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, just in a women's league and kind of, yeah, just hit it off from there. Yeah, I think we were we were friends for a couple of years before we got together. But yeah, that's essentially it was yeah, more than ten years ago. Yeah. 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 Also time. Oh, you guys are just babies. <laughs> Thirty years in. <laughs> yeah, it's they're a little still different. Honeymoon they're still not even stage. <laughs> then you get to oh, never mind. Okay, so you guys met playing sports, fell in love, the rest is history, blah blah blah. No, I'm just kidding. So how did, like, when you guys first met, were you both working for other companies? Did you decide to, how did the idea of dog jogs come up? How did you yeah, make how those kinds start? That's a yeah. good, yeah, we were both working full time in our respective trades. I was in the dental field, or actually I still am part time. I'm a registered dental technologist. So I basically make appliances for the mouth. I specialize in ortho. So I make retainers, splints, and that kind of stuff. But Nikki, I will let you take that for yourself. <laughs> sure. So I have a degree in child and youth care. So I was working with a nonprofit alongside with Children's Services for like just about 15 years. And I just left in December. But yeah, so we were well, both- I'm going to talk about that later. I want to talk about that after. <laughs> we, yeah, we both were working full time. And I kind of just had this random idea one day that like we should start a dog jogging company because when I was doing shift work, when I was in a group home doing random shifts, I would have 14 hour shifts, 18 hour shifts, 24 hour shifts, nine hour shifts. So I had a dog and um, he had separation anxiety and what really helped him was some training, obviously, but running. So and I was training for half marathons at the time. So he would come on some of 5Ks, 8Ks, 10Ks, some of, yeah. yeah, just a mix of runs every day. And what really helped was those, like, tiring him out before I left for a long shift. So he was much more settled and all the energy was spent. And I had, you know, chatted with my vet about that as well, because he was a large breed. And she was like, oh, yeah, see if it helps and we'll keep an eye on him. And he loved it. So I thought if that helped me so much, I wonder if that would help people in our community as well. And 
shockingly, <laughs> right? <laughs> it helped. Yeah, so there's a need. There's a need yeah, out there. Didn't really understand, I guess, like the need for it. Yeah, we didn't really like, do any like research or anything. It was just like a this will be our side hustle, right? Like this will be a fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And yeah, had no idea what we were doing, <laughs> getting ourselves into. <laughs> and so I like it. So dog walking is very popular, but you started off with dog jogging and it was specifically because of your own need to exercise your dog more rapidly than walking. Like why the jogging versus the walking other than just because you were training for runs yourself. And so you were running. Is that? Yeah, more so like it was just more what we were doing. Like, obviously, we still walked the dog too, uh, Coda, but yeah, it was just more fun at the time. Like that's really what we were into. It was like training for half marathons and it, it really just seemed to like help him more than a walk sometimes. So, and so what was the reaction when you started kind of canvassing and saying, Hey, we do the service. It's a little bit different than dog walking. It's dog jogging. What was that overall? I mean, I know you've been in business for a few years now, We'll kind of touch a little bit on some of the ups and downs of that, but what was the overall reception like? Like everybody, because it's it's a little bit more expensive than walking a dog, because mm-hmm. there's a little bit more to it. Yeah, I think the initial reception was like, it was something that people didn't really think about, I think, in the beginning, and especially with people that are, a lot of our clients are like, you guys, you guys are so active. And sometimes you just don't have the time to take your pets out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we were finding a lot of. We first started with a lot of our friends just to kind of like get the word out. Um, And a lot of our friends were like first responders and have those like really long shifts and funky shifts. Right. Right. And it kind of, yeah, later evolved to like, a little bit of shift work with a lot of people that are working like nine to five with, you know, like Australian cattle dogs and Portuguese water dogs and, you know, higher energy breed dogs. So if we were able to kind of take that edge off, yeah, I think people just started to really accept. Yeah. The newer, high, more intensity kind of exercise. Right. So did you at any time, like, because I've, I've known you, you guys came into our store, we had a pet health food store. And I think that's where I first met you guys came into the store. And you're like, Hey, we have the service. And I was like, okay, before I refer, I like to try it. So I brought you guys over, had you guys doing some work with, uh, I think it was just Molly then. Yeah, I think so. I think Max was just little, but whatever. And so did you at any point, like, specifically target or market to shift work and high high need dogs, high drive dogs, or is it just dogs in general? For sure. At the beginning, it was definitely shift work because that's, the, yeah, because it was Where like, came from. That yeah. would help, that's what helped me during shift work times. Yeah. So that was definitely how we started out. And we had longer hours at the time. Like we worked from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Yeah. So a little bit later just to help, yeah, for night shift or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And so we definitely had quite a few first responders were like, yeah, medical people were our first few clients for sure. Yeah. Our very first client was a police officer. So, um, okay. Yeah. 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 I could see that being really um, a market that's really open to that, especially, well, anyway, we'll talk. Uh, I could go on and on about that. But 
Okay, so they started dog dogs there. Do you want to jump in? Do you have any questions? No, you can oh, go. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to ask you, what was it like uh, going from a nine to five job to a 24 an hour job? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're entrepreneurs now, and we know that entrepreneurs are a little bit crazy. Yeah. They've got something that's crazy inside them. So we yep. decide, well, you know, why work nine to five when I can work all the time? Yeah, for <laughs> Seven days a week. <laughs> yes. I think because I was already doing shift work. So sometimes for me, I would be up until 2 a.m. at work or be woken up in the middle of the night. So I was like, oh, well, nothing's really different. Like I can do, I can do all hours of uh, all hours of the day or night anyways, because I already am or whatnot. Well, I think in the beginning, well, like it's not that we knew it was obviously going to be so consuming and like in the for yeah. the first like couple of years we were yeah we were running on pretty thin like we were both working full time right, you're double duty right you're yeah. both working other jobs and and i'm sure like you were like you are a client of ours and i'm sure you received messages at like 3 a.m like hey no problem kim i'll cancel that because <laughs> like, it was just the time that we were yeah able to do that but yeah, I think, Darren, you're right. You need a little sense of crazy to do this. <laughs> yeah, so what was it like then to, like, because now you're both, well, uh, you might do some contract work here and there, right? But you're both basically full-time in the business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing your business, like everybody else's, went through some bumps and bangs through COVID. Other than some essential workers, not a lot of people were working. Although now... Now they've cr created, there's like so many anxious dogs from COVID. <laughs> yes. True story, right? Yes. This, this, this episode is going to be all about dogs. I want it to be about you guys, but. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I was like, we'll, ha we'll have to split this into like 10 different sections. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know we have so many, li like lots of followers and listeners that everybody loves their pets, right? So. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah. 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 We've definitely, yeah, as everybody ex has experienced, like COVID was quite the learning experience and quite the pivot enforcer, we'll say. <laughs> but so, so what would you, without getting into like too much detail, what would you say was the good thing that came out of COVID for your business? I mean, we had policies and procedures before and we'd like already started putting in boundaries. Like we weren't messaging clients at 3 a.m. anymore before that. But it made us yeah. take a look at what we were offering and the hours. So we cut back our hours because before that, the five to nine period, as much as like we had a lot of first responders, they were booking during the day. Right. So we cut those hours because we weren't really booking services during that time. So it was just like yeah. we and if a staff called in sick during the evenings, we had to go cover that. And we were like, this isn't worth our mental health anymore and like yeah, us working yeah. so so long so that was one of those things like just yeah taking a look at what was working for us within the business or like what wasn't and making some of those changes during covid because we had the time mm -hmm. to do it then and i think generally well, speaking oh sorry go ahead there go ahead go ahead yeah i was thinking and generally speaking like to kind of yeah tape off of that it just in general helped us kind of not feel guilty about always doing something and like always responding to people and that we've, yeah, we really learned how to kind of like turn off. Yeah. You know, okay. Not too long, but yeah. <laughs> when you need to, right. Well, I mean, what you brought up there, Steph is an interesting thing with 
business. And when you're, when you're responsible for your own well-being income, that's what I am. Well-being equals income, housing, you know, all that kind of security. It really, you know, you are tend to be more alert to things that can impact that. Right. And so you want to be more like customer responsive. And so for us, for instance, Darren spent 45 years in a emergency services business where he responds to every ding, ping, pong, doesn't matter what it is. And he's instant, right? He's like instantly alert and ready to go. Yeah. And that has been a big transition for you. Oh, it's a bit, it's a hard habit to break. Yeah, it is. Um, You know, it's just learning that you can put those boundaries up, if you will, structures. They're not even really there. They might feel like boundaries, but they're structures and your business will adapt that we did that with the store too. We had, uh, you know, we used to be open until eight o'clock, but no one came in from seven to eight. No one, maybe yeah. what, twice a week, you'd get one or two people. And so in COVID we reduced collapsed those hours. And then when COVID was over, we didn't open them back up. Right. Right. Yeah. So we re- right. retrained yeah. our customers, yeah. just like you guys are kind of training your customers just for your well being, Right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Okay. Now I'm just going to kind of pivot a little bit. What, I'm just kind of curious as to how do you guys as a couple, both working, so in case it's not clear in the podcast, Nick and Steph are married, and they have their own business, because now you just have like maybe odd contract jobs, right? But the majority of your business, your income, your business, your livelihood is now produced by the two of you together. So how would you say, like solely, so have you guys figured out or how would you describe like when one person is feeling like maybe they're having like a, what do you want to call that? Like a, a less positive moment or time where they're feeling maybe overwhelmed or that there's might be some things compromising the security of the business and maybe the future versus the other person. You know, I don't know if you have that kind of ebb and flow sometimes in your business as a couple. And then like what's important to you as one person and to her like, how do you guys navigate that in terms of managing your own nervous system, relationship and business? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And like, we've definitely been at the point where we're both like, I quit. No, you, you can't quit. I quit. Yeah, I was like, too late. I signed you it take, off to you. You take but- it all. So like, we've- Oh my God. We used to do that with the kids. We do that now because of dogs. Like, yeah. I'm out. You keep the dogs. He's like, I don't want the dogs. You keep the dogs. I don't want none of this. Yeah. yeah. yeah the- like those moments, right? I mean, when it's good, it's good. Like, let's yeah. not, right? And that's the beauty of being- a couple and a business partners is that when it's good, it's good. But when it's not so good, what's the reality? Yeah. It's exponentially, I think it's, it's complicated because you are also married, right. And together. So it's really difficult to like separate those, like those business ideas or business motions with your personal or emotion, like, yeah, how you're feeling, especially like we work from home. Oh, so everything is from home. Yeah. yeah, which, yeah, definitely makes it tougher. But yeah, there's definitely times where, yeah, one of us just, you know, isn't feeling super positive. Like, should we sell? Like, should we yeah, look at really? selling? Should we, you know, and the other's like, I'm not ready to throw it in yet or whatever. And it's like, you know, you need to hear that. Like, okay, like, I think it's not time. We're still building whatnot, you know, or like we still actually really enjoy it. It's just one of those periods where it's like, okay, it's just been a crappy week and we need yep. to like take a look at that and chat about like, okay, yes, these things were crappy, but these things were okay. Like again, being 
showing that gratitude for the things that were actually still working during the time. So yeah. right, yeah. I think it helps too that we usually we don't both feel that way at the same time. Sometimes. So usually, if someone is kind of like, you know what, I'm throwing in the towel, and then usually the other person is like, yeah, I'm on autopilot, <laughs> like I'm doing my thing. I'm yeah, like take a break. I'll cover whatever needs to be done because we yeah. obviously have like our own things that we do. Yeah, but we can yeah help the other person if needed. Like, I think you should just go mow the lawn and get out and. <laughs> Take a break from the computer and I'll, yeah, I'll do these things or whatever. So that is helpful that we can help one another out that way. And actually like, yeah, take a brain break when needed. Cause sometimes that's the point too, is like, you need to just actually take a break from it and not, yeah. Yeah. Not focus yourself up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard when you don't have those kind of like limits set by an employer. Right. Cause, and you're working in your home and all the places like, it kind of triggered a thought for me, and I wonder if you and I need to make a pact, especially on this next business that we're working on, the big franchise, is that we cannot agree, we cannot make any decision about the future of the franchise unless we are both in a good place with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? As opposed to, like, making decisions from a kind of, like, either a deflated or frustrated or a negative point of view is, like, making those decisions when we're both up and feeling positive about it. Or whatever, as opposed to the foursome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our first foursome pack. Yeah. Boom. Well, I really like how I really like how you guys navigated that because that's that's great to be in that spot where you can one person's down, the other person's up. You guys recognize that, so that really helps you in your business too. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. think that's a. That's really good to have that in your business. I think as I would, partnership. I would say when I was uh, when we were younger. And for you, when you first started being done with your main business, yeah, we won't name any names, but <laughs> we'll plead the fifth on that. No comment. <laughs> um, but remember when you started, you were done. You I were done, yeah. maxed out at all you could take. And you just wanted to be done. And you came home one day and said that. And it caused a panic in me, right? Yeah. Because I wasn't there. But it also, it made me feel threatened, like our security threatened. Right. But I didn't have, I don't think I had the emotional intelligence then to be like, that's what was happening. I was just like, no, you can't do that. And, you know, it created a little bit of argument, of course, at first. So, yeah, understanding and recognizing where those are in the relationships. Mm -hmm. So speaking of like working from home, working together, all that kind of stuff. I don't know, you guys follow us along. And, you know, so for us, one of the areas that really over the last 30 years that have really, we have found that we do the best work is in the bathtub. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The best work, yeah. (laughs) Like, it's so funny when we recognize that this has become our thing. Like, some couples go for daily walks, others do whatever, right? So for us, it was because uh, Darren has a bubble bath every night of the week. Right. Or and unless he's in a place that doesn't have a tub, even you'll even try to plug the shower drain. And- <laughs> <laughs> I don't like hot tubs. I don't like bubble baths, but I'll get in in the first five minutes. And we uh, it just is something it's just been a place where we can really like. Sometimes we can work out arguments, sometimes conflicts and things like that, because when you're yeah. naked and all sweaty, it's really like, 
levels the playing field. (laughs) But as a couple, do you guys have like a a ritual or um, a place or a thing that you do that you know is the place where you really kind of get in the flow of those conversations? I think really on our dog walks. Like it used to be, we don't run as much as we used to. Your old gals now got sore knees. (laughs) Sore knees, sore backs. You know, we still run because we still cover services and whatnot, but not as much in our free time. But yeah, yeah we definitely walk every day. Yeah. Um, and I like one of those walks is more like to wake up and brain break. But yeah, I feel like our evening walk is really the time where it's like, OK, let's talk about work. And then when we get home, we don't have to talk about work anymore. Work. Because <laughs> at the end right? of the work day, like finalizing like, oh, this was really good today. Or like, I think, yeah, like some ideas start to flow then. Yeah. But I think it's similar to your ritual with like bathing. It's just like when your mind, you're not working, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's when you're kind of like relaxed and you're not like, oh my God, like what's that email about? Or I have to get back to blah, blah, blah. It's just kind of when your mind, a certain section of your mind is kind of like shut off for the work day. Right. That you're able to kind of like, yeah, always has to be something unrelated. You have to like, take your energy and movement or whatever it is. And it has to be like him completely outside of the work thing. Like we're yeah. going through some stuff right now. And the other day you were in a really like, Oh yeah. He was in a bad <laughs> day. And uh, we had a team meeting. And even in the team meeting, I'm like, I, Dude, think, I, I think I said I quit. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, I quit. I am done. I'm moving to Mexico. <laughs> you keep the dogs and the businesses. Yeah, no, it's always the dogs. What are we going to do with the dogs? Yeah, that's always the thing. We were like, let's just pack up and leave for like three months. And we actually talked, like, maybe we phone Nick and stuff. Maybe they'll take the dog for a few months. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> yeah, so he was in a really yucky place. And he still kept trying to move through some work stuff. And I just said... Go do, like, go work on the deck. Go start the yard work. Like, go do something completely different because it will help move that stagnant and it'll help give you some kind of creativity. So that that does really, really work. Because mm-hmm. it did work because then your brain gets turned off from yeah. that and it's just, like, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's tough, though, because, like, you just want to get whatever it is that you're, like, frustrated on, like, done. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, I know I can finish this or whatever. Or, like, I know I can make... Yeah, some progress, but sometimes, yeah, you really just have to be like, close the computer and go do something else. And then when you come back, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> now I have a little more fresh. Yeah. yeah, you work yourself yeah. up. Yeah. Okay, I have a couple questions that I, I there's four of them. Darren okay. can ask, you can, you want to ask this one? Okay. Do you, yeah. Okay, so we want an answer from each of you. This is just a little bit, this is just to give a little bit more insight into you guys. And you can... You can plead the fifth yeah. or say no comment. <laughs> you, know what, you say the first one, I'll do okay. the second one. First one's more for you. Me, oh. I like the other one. Okay. <laughs> now the first oh question goodness. is, what is your love language? That, mm. each of that, that question is to each of you. We're actually both quality, like quality time and acts of service. Yeah. But yeah, oh, acts of service. So of yeah, we really lucked out because uh, like it'll be like thank you for taking the garbage out <laughs> you know because we have a very we live on an acreage so we have a super long driveway to drag it out and it's like oh i forgot to grab you know just those little things like that really means a lot to each of us 
and yeah, quality time. So that's, you know, probably why we enjoy <laughs> living together? and working together. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should have asked that. Do you enjoy it? <laughs> Do you enjoy yeah. living and working together? Then you're like, no comment. Yeah. <laughs> I feed the Oh, I thought you loved it. Big fight goes on after. (laughs) Yeah, right? Steph was really the one who was like, you need to quit your job already. So she really wanted me to (laughs) work from home. Oh, yeah. Like, I think it it can be obviously trying at times, but I think it's something that we both really enjoy. But yeah, I think it's awesome. Question number two, most embarrassing moment. Oh, Oh, that's a tough one. There's so many. <laughs> as soon as they happen, I like block them. <laughs> so I'm like, let me think for a second. Yeah, most embarrassing moment. Or an embarrassing moment. I mean, I've locked a client out of her own house before. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be embarrassing. That's yeah. awkward. Yeah. Most yeah. awkward moment. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing that came to mind for me. Oh, okay. Good enough. That's good. That yeah. would happen to us because our grad. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Never mind. I can't say that. <laughs> Anyone could walk it. No. <laughs> <laughs> We've been locked down too before. Not by you guys, though. I think by a real estate agent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we yeah, had yeah. a real estate yeah. agent lock us. We didn't have a key. You, 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 you know us. We move all the time. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to be remembered most for? Let's like bring it down. Ooh. Yeah, that's a really like that can be a really deep. <laughs> I know. I was like, yeah. it's a simple question, but it's a very deep answer. I think. I think personally, and then also business wise, like that's my my Either brain way. immediately goes to business, which sure. is. Either so way, like, yeah. For us, I'm like it's like just being, yeah. For like dog jogs, like this, not just a business that you know we want to work with your dogs, but it's like this caring company that actually does want to work with you the person to help your dog so it's like the level of customer service that we provide like what am i trying to say <laughs> i think that, yeah. that isn't that tied up into kind of who you are though you're very yeah. nurturing caring people yeah. yeah i was literally just thinking like we're both too. like yeah quality service acts of service a quality time acts of service but i'm like that it's funny that that's then we went into a service-based business. <laughs> like, how, right? what are the chances that two of those people would do that, right? So, <laughs> well, even in your jobs, you guys are both service-minded people. Yeah, really. Very much so. very work much for so. social services, right? Working yeah. with people, no, yeah. right? And then you worked in the dental, right? Which would be working yeah. in people's mouths. I know yes. I spend a lot of money on my mouth. Darren, Darren loves his dentist. I love my dentist. I like giving him money all the time. <laughs> he loves you too. <laughs> yes, he does. He does. I did get a. T- I haven't gotten a punch card yet, so I don't know. Yeah. Why. A free tooth. Uh, Hollywood smile. That's what we call that. <laughs> okay, and now you're, the final. So anyway, I just want to say quickly that I think that. I mean, I know you gals, but your love language, both to receive and give is really tied up in the mission of your business mm-hmm. and the vehicle you choose to do that through is through pets, but it's still the same thing, right? So yeah. being remembered for being, you know, acts of kindness, service, carrying mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I think it's beautiful. I think they tied together really well. Well, I know. And, and some people go, Oh, business is business and personal is personal. But when you're an entrepreneur, your business is personal because yeah, you yeah. are the business. Well, right? and you created it out of your personal, right. your own personal need. Mm-hmm. So it makes it connected that way. I think that was beautiful. 
And so, okay, last one. What's the one thing that either of you can't live without? Like, it doesn't matter where you are. What can't you live without? Chapstick. (laughs) That sounds like you, Kim. Well, mine's coffee. Other than my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Chapstick, then my wife. What about you, Nikki? I'm like, what's something I take? What's something you can't live without? You get up in the morning, whatever, in the day. Oh, my water bottle. Oh, yes. Oh, there you go. A filled water bottle. Yes. Like, I will have a panic if I'm in the car. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so thirsty. (laughs) I'm going to die. I love it. I love these answers because it's just the most obscure things that are like you can't live without. Like, if I was (laughs) stranded on an island, I would need coffee. Or you, actually. I can't live with... I would need my bathtub. Yeah. I'm not asking for much, just my bathtub. (laughs) This has been great. It's been great. Thank you very much for coming on and being our first foursome. We'll we'll be sure to advertise that. We'll let you know when the podcast airs. But we will also drop all your links in our show notes. So anybody in the Edmonton and area that has dogs, I think you maybe even do cat breaks. Yep. I, don't do, I don't know if you do cat jogs, but hey, maybe, <laughs> <Not yet. you laughs> but for any of your pet care needs, check out dog jogs for sure. Yeah, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mr. and Mrs. CEO. If you enjoyed the podcast, we would really love to hear from you. We would. And if, if you, you didn't. Well, too bad. Don't tell us. <laughs> Don't forget to sign up for our weekly email of uh, Bubble Bath Boardroom. He got it right, guys. This is like the fourth page. Um, you'll find all the links, everything you need in the show notes. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe and share with a friend. <laughs>